So, hello and welcome to episode 43 of United United. This is featuring European Match Day 7. We'll be covering the matches from European Match Day 7. Uh, it's me, Dave, here with Jem. Hi, Jem. How are you? Hi, Dave. Yeah, I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm also fantastic, but I think perhaps I'm not ironically fantastic like you are. I'd agree with that, yes. <laughs> so, we both, uh, both our teams were in Europe this week. Second legs, mm. vital second legs. Uh, Man United playing Atletico, um, won all after the first leg. West Ham playing Sevilla, uh, 1-0 down after the first leg. So, our fortunes were both in the balance, Jem. Uh, how did United get on? Well, I was really excited for this game, Dave. Yep. Um, I'd say I'm fantastic. You know, biggest game of the season for us. Yep. Um, time for the players to, you know, really turn it on. Packed Old Trafford and our season is over, Dave. <laughs> our season has been ended, okay, by Diego Simeone's boring, boring football. We lost 1-0 on the night. So yeah. lost 2-1 on aggregate. Uh, Atletico had two chances. They scored from one of their two chances, which was a counter-attack. Their left wing-back at the back post headed it in. Yeah. After another defensive... Uh, well, well, def- a defensive performance that could have been put on Comedy Central again, Dave. Aaron Maguire, I mean, I, I'm done with that, man. Um, the biggest round of applause of the night was when Harry Maguire got subbed off in the 86th minute for Juan Mata. So uh, <laughs> that's a good that's a, that's strengthened the central defence by bringing Juan Mata on. I would say <laughs> I would agree as well. I think many, I think the whole team agreed. <laughs> uh, and I, I just I can't believe it, Dave. You know, Trashford is here. Trashford <laughs> is back. You know, he had a bit of a thing with a fan after the game, and then he put his essay on Twitter to try and you know try and. Put some sense to the situation. Um, if people don't know what I'm on about, go and have a look on his Twitter. It's another, you know, another five-paged essay that he likes to write on Twitter, um, rather than doing his football on the pit, doing his talking on the pitch. Uh, you know, Atletico, they're rubbish, Dave. Honestly, they were there for the taking. They're a bunch of whinge bags, and you know they've got Man City in the next round, so. They're out. They're basically out. But, you know, I'm thinking about it now. Would we rather be out now and just lose 1-0 to Atletico or would we rather <laughs> be out in the next round after losing 6-0 to Man City? <laughs> so it was a positive, Dave. <laughs> that that did, you know, lighten my mood a little bit. But... I, I love your optimism. It's great. <laughs> but like I said, the season is over, Dave. Um, there's no hope for us anymore. The season, the, the end of the season needs to come as quick as it can. We need a major reset. We need a new manager. We need new recruitment. The whole club needs an overhaul. So I'm very, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm the angriest I've been because I accept that we are abysmal. We've got mm. abysmal players. You know, the longer Harry Maguire plays, you know, the more gloom um, is over the horizon for us. I think, Jim, what I would say, I mean, that's quite, I can see where you're coming from, but. I think apart from a new manager, probably a complete revamp of the team, a new team, um, a new board of directors and probably an upgrade of the stadium. Apart from all of that, <laughs> I think you're not in bad shape. 
Well, yeah. I mean, we could say that, Dave. But you know, the, the, I'll tell you another positive. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have got. We're obviously going to be covering um, the upcoming fixtures. Uh, yeah. I might as well just say that we haven't got one this weekend. <laughs> so there's a positive in this, Dave, because <laughs> I've now got two weeks of of clear mental health. <laughs> I'm stress-free for two weeks until the 2nd of April. <laughs> so I can now enjoy Gareth Southgate's Barmy Army, the England boys, and watch them um, yeah. put it together. Yeah, Harry Maguire playing central defence for England. Yeah, it's something to look forward to. It's a nice change for you. Uh, exactly. I mean, he turns into Maldini when uh, he plays for <laughs> England. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dave, forget them idiots. They're absolute <laughs> letdowns. Mm. Um, there was only one big story this week in Europe, and that was down at the London Stadium. It was, Jim. And, uh, Jim, what a game. I, I was there. I was there with... And now, I've, I've, I'm going to name-call who I was there with, Jim. I was there with my daughter, Josie, her, her boyfriend, Robbie, who are the owners of Eddie the Greyhound, who has appeared on the podcast in the past, mm. um, and also my friend, Kevin. And my son, Charlie, was meant to be there, but for, 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 reason, for personal reasons, he wasn't able to make it. And so I, I drafted another friend of mine, Rodri, uh, who's a sort of honorary West Ham fan. Now, because Charlie wasn't there, we sort of got to play down how good it was. I don't want him to feel bad about how much he's missed out. So, you know, it was all right. It was an average sort of game, Jim, you know, and we won 2 now, And it was, it was nothing special. Charlie, you can switch off the podcast now. <laughs> because, Jem, honestly, this was one of the best evenings of my whole West Ham supporting life. Um, West Ham are massive everywhere we go. West Ham are massive everywhere we go, Jem. You are. Um, it's the treble is still on. The treble is still on. So the Betway Cup, the Premier League, bit of a stretch. The Premier League, but and I think mathematically it's still possible. And of course the Europa League now, and uh, it's coming home, Jeb. We're bringing it home. We are bringing it home. It what a, what a night, Jem. The, the stadium. There's been a lot of criticism about that stadium. A lot of criticism. Mm. Uh, it was rocking, Jem. It was rocking from the moment we arrived in that stadium about 15 minutes before kickoff, and we stayed till I don't know 20 minutes after it finished. Um, in fact, the whole crowd stayed. It was just one big party. And this is West Ham winning a last 16 game. It's <laughs> put it into context. <laughs> but you thought you thought we'd won the World Cup. Honestly, <laughs> the celebrations on the pitch, the celebrations off the pitch. The, the game itself, Jem, tight affair, Sevilla, a good team. We had to compete with them. We were struggling to find an opening. We had a lot of pressure struggling to find an opening. And then one of my favourite players, Jim, Suchek, from, you know, a player who you can't criticise, Jem, Antonio, what a player. At the far post, it, well, he, he made a, a run and then dinked the ball to the far post and Suchek hit heads the ball back in back across the goal. Fantastic goal, Jem. You'd never hear me criticizing Antonio. What a great player. <laughs> uh and uh that's one nil. And then, you know, a lot of struggles and labouring and we looked very tired in the second half to get to extra time. Made it made it to extra time. We had our chances in the second half to, to win it. Mm. 
made it to extra time, Jen. And, um, you know, you, you often wonder with extra time, is it just going to be, you know, both teams just hanging on for penalties? But no, we went for it. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Fornell's cut inside and uh, shot. And uh, who did it fall to at the end I was at? But um, Yarmolenko. Yep. Hollywood stuff, Jen. And he just side foots the ball into the empty net. The crowd goes wild. Yep. And then time wasting of the highest order by West Ham. I think from the next attack Sevilla had, it went out for a goal kick. And I think it took six minutes for us to take this goal kick <laughs> because one of our players went down with cramp. Yep. Then I think the goalkeeper dilly dallied to take the goal kick and got booked. Then we made a substitution before the goal kick was taken. And then something else happened and six minutes had gone past. And, and I think they added two minutes of injury time at the end. So, so you, you can't have been happy with that after Villa's, you know, tactics in the previous game. You, you, were, <laughs> you, you weren't happy with the time-wasting ta- tactics. You know, West Ham would never do anything like that. So no, you well, weren't we, happy. No one was clutching their head, Jim, so it was all OK. In fact, did you notice, by the way, how Atletico adopted the Villa tactics? Yeah, I did. Of... It was disgusting blowing the yeah. whistle when he's got a knee injury and he's holding yeah. his head. Disgusting. Yeah, incredible. So that 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 needs to be stamped out. But no, West Ham wouldn't resort to anything like that. This was genuine, genuine delays, Gem. You know, genuine cramp. Genuinely, the goalkeeper wasn't sure who to pass it to, and then genuinely, we needed to make a substitution. Um, so all genuine stuff, Gem. We got there. We we won the game. Crowd went wild. Um, sang all the songs at the end and. Uh, as I was leaving, Jem, we, we were all filing out at the end. And um, as I got to the end of the aisle, this 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 guy waited. He stood there to let me out into the aisle. And he just looked at me and smiled. And I gave him a big hug. <laughs> I don't know why. I just gave him a big... I went up to him. And he, I, th- I think he thought I was going to shake his hand. I think he's looked a bit, he looked a bit nervous. He thought, what's he coming towards me for? But I went up to him and said, thank you, mate. And just gave him a big hug. And he just laughed. And I said, I don't know why I'm hugging you. I don't know who you are, but we've just we've just won a game in Europe. Brilliant. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Hugging strangers. Hugging strangers. Celebrating together. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you, you, you know, the London Stadium has come, for, come under a lot of criticism, but, mm. you know, you can call this home now. The London Stadium, mm. this, 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 this could have spurred on the boys to a top four finish this season. We don't know. It could become the fortress of London. It could be. So, it, I mean, uh, Dave, I, I mean, I've got to say, I could I could feel the atmosphere through the TV. I was watching on BT and, yeah, you know, obviously that doesn't do it any justice at all, but that was brilliant on the on the TV. Um, you could see the whole, whole crowd was... The severe players didn't know what to do. They were intimidated. They were looking yeah. into the crowd and intimidated. And you know what, Dave? I go back five months. I know how depressing it can be in that stadium when I go back to, um, you know, when me and you were sat yeah. there, Mark Noble comes on, if people are already leaving and then they get a glimmer of hope. They run back in. What's happening? And Noble misses the penalty and lose 2-1 to some, well, some a giant club of, of Manchester. But, <laughs> um, you know, I've seen how depressing it can be at that stadium. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad I was able to see people happy and, and, and celebrating. And Jim, if you want to get on board the West Ham, the West Ham bus for the rest of the season for our European tour, you're you're more than welcome, Jim. We'll see what happens. We've got we've drawn Leon in the next round, 
uh, home game first. So it's uh, it's winnable, Gem, against a team from the Farmers League. We'll see how we get on. And then if we get through that, we've got Frankfurt or Barcelona. A chance for our fans to reunite their friendship with the Frankfurt fans if they get through. So be an interesting one. Yeah, and I just just want to pick up on Barcelona, Dave, just while we're mm. on it. Um, so this could be an opportunity for you to visit their new new named stadium. Um, oh, yeah. So obviously they are, have been in a situation where they need money. Uh, they've agreed a contract with Spotify. So it will, in the future, be called the Spotify New Camp. <laughs> I don't know what you think to that. What do you think to that, Dave? You know, you like your new... You like, you're not, you like the renaming of stadiums. You know, we've got a field in Liverpool. We've got Banford Bridge. <laughs> the Spotify new camp. Can you leave that one with me, Jen? I'll work on that for next time because I didn't know that. That is incredible. The Spotify new camp. That's well, something else, isn't it? Well, you know, it's funny you should say that. You'll work on something. I actually have been doing my uh, working outs, Dave. Right, go on, um, and obviously as a Man United fan, I've been seeing that the stadium may be getting some rebranding. It may be getting knocked down and rebuilt. It might may just get yeah. some new stands. Uh, so obviously we've got the Spotify new camp. And if we're going to yeah. go down the music route, I was thinking we've got some for uh, for Old Trafford. So Old Trafford FM. Um, <laughs> and then my favourite one, the one that I came up with, is the Theatre of Streams. <laughs> <laughs> so you know Barcelona have set something here they've, they've set a high bar and the theatre of streams I mean you know SoundCloud are a streaming website pay your subscription I think this could be perfect for Man United and, and SoundCloud so <laughs> theatre of streams that's your best one ever <laughs> old Trackford FM I'll leave that in the bin Old Trackford. Track, yeah, no, it's good. Old Trackford is good. <laughs> it just sounds like old tractors, but, which is what you lot are. Yeah, that's what we are. Old tractors ploughing a field. But Theatre of Streams is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Right, listeners, if you can beat that, any music-related name, renaming of stadiums anywhere in the country or anywhere in Europe, let us know. Fantastic. Um, okay, well, that's great. So we might be playing at the Spotify New Camp then. Maybe we might be Maybe. in the in the semi final if we can, if we can get past Leon. Uh, I'm just before I finish on West Ham, I'm just going to do my most um, frustrating player, mm. Gem. Uh, I'm going to go for Anoitonio. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a frustrating player, Gem. What has he done for us? I mean, <laughs> what what really annoys me about him? He's all muscle and no football, right? The amount of times in this game oh. he outmuscled a two Seville defenders because they had to put they had to put two or three players on him because mm. he's I mean I don't, don't know if they've ever seen a player like him he is you know they're like what is this right back playing up front this big this big this big muscly right back playing up front what's going on so they had to put two or three players on him causing lots of confusion and then he would like shrug three of them off turn. And run, but he's left the ball at their feet, and that happened time and time again. So, you know what? What does he do for us, Jim? He's he's incredibly frustrating. I'm annoyed, Tony owed with him. He needs to sort his game out, Jim. Uh, and apart from, you know, 
laying on the first goal and causing havoc generally, what does he do for us? <laughs> <laughs> so he continues to be my most annoyed Tony Owen player. That's fair enough. Okay. Uh, you know, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to say, the long-haired centre back for Sevilla was in bits at the end of the game after dealing with him. So <laughs> he was probably thinking, "This is this is a rugby game." Because you know, <laughs> yeah. there was there was a point where Antonio got clean through. I think it was two on one, and he tried to square the ball in the middle of the pitch, mm. and I think it went into the keeper's hands. So he was very annoying, but um, he was. I mean, I've got to, I've, I've I forgot to do this, and I'm sure you have as well. But I've got to praise the performance of Lanzini. Um, yeah, great, great player. So, yeah, no, he was great, and and my favourite player, Fornals, yeah, little guy, runs around nonstop, yeah. energy. And if you've seen the clip of him singing "West Ham Are Massive," that <laughs> is just—I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't. I'll I'll forward it to you. Okay. It is just the sweetest little thing you've ever seen. Him yep. trying to sing "West Ham Are Massive" everywhere we go. Um, when a player gets into the culture of the of the crowd like that, Jim, you know things are moving in the right direction. So. Yeah. And Lovely to see. Yeah, Declan Rice as well, brilliant. He's an absolute powerhouse in the midfield. And it was nice at the end where himself and Mark Noble, they were calling yeah. the master and the apprentice. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, you know, has, has Noble ever been better than Declan Rice? Ever? So, uh, <laughs> how can they call him the master? Maybe Noble's the apprentice, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, brilliant, brilliant from West Ham. And to sum that up, Jem, you know, this was... Our biggest European night, I mean, this is just a fact, right? This is our biggest European night since 1981. So we're talking 41 years ago, Jim. We were in the quarterfinals of the what was used to be called the Cup Winners' Cup in 1981 against a team called Dynamo Tbilisi 41 years ago. And I was at that game, that home game. And this was very reminiscent of that, Jim, that, that, that okay. home game 41 years ago, mm. except we lost that home game 4-1. <laughs> So it was a good night out. It was a good night out. <laughs> see, see one quality team on on show back in 1981. I was there, and it's nice that I'm hopefully going to make the link to be at the quarterfinal against Leon uh, coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Yep. So that's going to be great. So let's move on, Jem. Uh, we've got um, we've done. Oh, we've got one more team to review, haven't we? Uh, the other team that you were supporting this week. Well. I say supporting, it was a tough one about how you were going to manage this because it was Arsenal-Liverpool, so mm. ostensibly you're an Arsenal fan. You and Tez struggled with this. Yep. So how did this one go, Jim, your support for Arteta? Uh, well, I did watch this game and I've got to say it was quite entertaining. Okay. Um, you know, obviously Liverpool pushing for the title, Arsenal pushing for the top four. Didn't really want Arsenal to win. Didn't really want Liverpool to win. <laughs> but someone had to, you know, win or there had to be a draw. And I can mm. confirm it wasn't a draw. <clears throat> Arsenal started off brightly. Uh, they had a couple of chances to go 1-0 up, actually. They they played really well, which was quite uh, concerning for me as a Man United <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah. And playing well against uh, Liverpool, Liverpool. Um, but... After they missed a few chances, Liverpool went up the other end and got an undeserved. I've got, I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of Liverpool, but I think even Liverpool fans will admit that they didn't play very well. Um, and they got they got a goal, and then they 
finished off the game with another goal from Firmino. So Jota and Firmino scored the two goals. Uh, and Liverpool won 4-0, uh, 2-0 on, mm. on, on the night. So, yeah, Arsenal played all right, but hopefully that's not their confidence now. Uh, and this is taking me on to my most frustrating person, Dave, as well. Mm. Because, mm. oh my goodness. You know, Tez mentioned in the last episode that you'd like to... He'd like to punch Arteta in the face. <laughs> he did say that. Well, I'd like to have a bit of a go with Arteta. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not condemning physical uh, any physical violence here, but verbal you're con- violence. You're not condoning it, rather than condemning it. By the way. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's what I'm. That's what I meant to say. I was trying to <laughs> trying to think what I actually want from him. <laughs> um, basically, Arteta is my most frustrating person this week because yeah. he. He was honestly, he was up there with the Atletico players, whinging after that game, mm. uh, moaning about the fixtures. Uh, let me remind you, Mikel Arteta, you aren't in Europe this year, mm. so you have one game a week, pretty much every week. Mm. Um, you cancelled the North London derby back yep. in January. Yep. You cancelled another game. I think it was a Liverpool game yeah. because of your COVID. Yeah. Because you wanted your best team out, and now yeah. when they have to play these, you know, games in hand, Dave, mm. to suit the schedule, suit everyone else's schedule, you know, you got to play Chelsea, who's still in Champions League. You got to play Man United, who were well, they're nothing, but um, Arteta moaning, moaning, and moaning all the time about fixtures just didn't sit right with me, and he was doing it in that stupid tone as well, you know, like <laughs> like like one of Pep's minions. <laughs> Like he's come out of the school of Pep Guardiola. He sounded exactly like him, trying the same sarcasm, Dave. Mm. Thank you to the Premier League. Uh, you know, all that. Uh, just <laughs> He's actually from uh, Russia. Yeah, he's Russian, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. He's my most frustrating person this week, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear that, Jem. No, obviously, I didn't see this game, but I'm going to add another person in here because um, someone else caught my eye. What I, what I read that he said, it's the German Gary Monk, Jem, <laughs> who was now coming out, making his point about Trent. Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. Like, who can doubt that Trent is a decent defender? Anyone that needs that doubts Trent is a decent defender, send him my way and I'll show him the video of how he defended against the crossfield ball to Martinelli or some mm. such nonsense. So, you know, it's desperation stuff, isn't it? You know, the fact that German Gary Monk is having to come out and defend his defenders mm. means there's a problem. Means there is a problem. Yeah, and no, um, Martinelli ripped him apart all night. <laughs> so the so the video is actually evidence against his argument. It's probably picked one clip out of the 30 possible, so... Uh... So it just really frustrates me, Jim, when the German Gary Monk has to comes out with all this stuff, um, all this passive aggressive stuff, mm. making his point. You know, you won the game. You won the game, German Gary Monk. Just be happy with that yep. and move and move on. Just yep. you don't don't make all these points, honestly. And um, I think that probably brings us on, Jim. To unless you've got anything else to say about the Arsenal game. It brings us on to our previews of the next round. And I don't know if you want to leap straight into this, but, you know, you're supporting. Now, I think we both need to say it's the FA Cup coming up. Mm. And we are not, uh, we have decided, both of our teams have decided that this 
this this tournament is not worthy of our time in it. Yep. So we both decided to dip, dip out in earlier rounds, you against Middlesbrough and us against Southampton. And so we're left with supporting other teams, Jem. And you are going to be supporting who in this round? I am going to be supporting the two-time European champions, Dave. Oh, I like the sound of this. Nottingham Forest. Oh, yes. Who are having a very impressive season in the championship. They are. Got a great manager. Um, he played some really good stuff down at Swansea, and and now he's um, now he's in charge of the mighty Forest, and will be hosting Liverpool uh, yes. at the Forest Ground, uh, which is a really good stadium. I don't know if you've yeah. been, Dave, but really like the yeah. Forest Forest Ground. Um, yeah. You know, there's a river that separates separates that ground and the County Ground. So yeah, really good football in City. Yeah, um, and they've got some great players, Dave. There's a there's a kid called Jed Spence who's been playing at right wing back slash right back this season. Yeah, uh, and he's been tipped for Bayern Munich in the summer. Wow, That's how good he is! And he scored an absolute wonder goal at the weekend as well. So he's in good form. Uh, James Garner, who is a loanee from Manchester United, he's hoping to be in the first team next season at United, and he is, I've got to say, having a sensational season. He's scoring goals. But he's not only doing that, he's running the midfield. Every game is getting at least an 8.0 8. rating. So, yeah. Impressive. Well, he, he won't fit in the Man United midfield then. No, he's too a, good for them. A, a goal-scoring <laughs> midfielder who runs the game, that, that's that's completely alien to Man United. Exactly. Uh, we'll still pick Fred over him. Um, <laughs> and a kid, a kid who plays on the wing slash up top when they play five at the back, uh, Johnson. Um, yeah. who's a really, really promising young lad. So this is going to be a tough challenge for Liverpool because Nottingham Forest are no mugs. They're at that level, you know, where you've got teams in the Championship that could compete in the Premier League, but you obviously can't have that many. When you've got Norwich, who are, who are just stopping everyone else have the fun every year, yeah. um, <laughs> you don't get to see these teams play against Premier League teams. So I think this will be a tough game. You know, they've they've knocked out some big teams. Um, they've knocked out Arsenal in previous round. They did. They did. So, you know, this is the battle of the two teams that have beaten Arsenal recently. So, yep. So, really looking forward to this, Dave. Uh, I think it's on Sunday. So, yeah, this, this should be an exciting game to watch. And I will be in attendance on the TV. Well, I tell you, Jim, your attendance on the TV, the way you've been doing that recently has really worked because you sort of, obviously, your attendance on the TV helped us beat Sevilla. Mm. And by the way, I got a message from Tez after the game saying that he switched off at full time, so he missed <laughs> extra time. Thanks, Tez. But, you know, maybe that also helped in some butterfly effect way, then maybe that also helped. Yeah, so potentially. I think I will tune into this game as well, Jim. You've whetted my appetite for this. I, I'm a I was a big Forest fan back in the day. I used to love, love Brian Clough. Yep. Old, old big head, OBE, old big head. He was a great, great manager, probably one of the greatest. And, uh, you know, they, they, I don't know, you know, if you know the history, Jen, but Liverpool dominated the 70s and then Forest came along in the late 70s and won a couple of league titles and a couple of U- European trophies and, mm. um, and uh, took, took Liverpool's sort of European glory. Exactly. Exactly, and it was great to see. And so, so a lot of people were Forest fans back in the day because of that. So, mm-hmm. Forest used to be my second team back in the day. Um, so, great to see. Looking forward to this game, Jim. Uh, it's going to be a sensational game. Yep. On our road to Wembley, 
uh, we are having to follow the team. We, we decided to follow the winners of the Ch- Chesterfield-Chelsea game, the Chelsea-Chesterfield game in round three, all the way through to the final. And it's been Chelsea, unfortunately. They keep winning. Well, you say so that. Uh, I'm taking that back. So it's actually Chesterfield. We're actually <laughs> going to say it's Chesterfield now on. Um... <laughs> After these problems with Chelsea. Yeah, so it's Chesterfield masquerading as Chelsea, or Chelsea masquerading as Chesterfield, let's put it that way. They're on their mega bus up to Middlesbrough. Uh, I think Tuchel's actually said he will drive the bus, didn't he? He said he would drive the bus <laughs> because, as we know, they've got financial limits on how much they can spend on going to away games. So they're on the mega bus up to the mighty borough. We, of course, all want a borough victory, don't we? We're praying for a Borough victory. You're not Borough's greatest fan, after you, are you, after what happened against Man U? But don't forget, they did knock out Spurs, Jem. So we can get on side with Borough, can't we? Well, I'm, you know, I'm going for Chesterfield, Dave. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what this Chelsea nonsense is. I'm, I'm going for Chesterfield. Um, right. I, hope, I, hope, I hope we smash them 5-0 <laughs> with our 675 fans that are going up. Um... <laughs> But I really don't like Middlesbrough, Dave, so no, I, I don't want Middlesbrough to win. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. The middle-tier team, as you call them. Yeah. Middlesbrough. So that's that game. Uh, and then the other game, there is another game, uh, two other games, Southampton City, which I think we discussed before the podcast. Neither, have got, neither of us have got anything to say about that game, have we? No. Southampton, Man City, nothing to say. So we'll move on. The, well, Pep Fraudiola versus the Austrian Klopp. That's yep. what it is, isn't it? That's what that is. So I'm going to move on to the other game. It's the fraudulent managers derby, Jim. It's two managers stealing a living. Palace versus Everton. You've got Vieira, who, how is he a football manager? I do not know. How has he managed to hold that job down? I do not know. People say he's revolutionised Paris with Vieira. Paris. Palace. Paris. Maybe you should go to Paris. PSG looking for a manager soon. Um, people say he's revolutionised Palace with the era ball, brought in all these players. Yeah, 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 we get all that. But honestly, he's a fraud. So he, he's he got to go. And Lampard, I mean, what was going on midweek? I, I saw, I think it was uh, on Thursday night, wasn't it? Yeah. Not only did West Ham win, but then I see somehow um, Everton have won mm-hmm. in the 99th minute or something. <laughs> what, what was going on there, Jim? I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, they had the fantastic um, pitch invader, or the mm. guy who tied himself to the goalpost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was he complaining about? He was stop. He wanted to stop oil. Uh, he wanted oil. something to do with the Russia um, oh, situation. Okay. So he wasn't just saying stop Everton. Stop. <laughs> stop. To be fair to him, he actually stopped a lot of Newcastle's momentum. Newcastle were doing well in that part of the game then he came and stopped it so maybe did them a favour maybe did them a favour and then somehow Lampard broke his hand yeah in the celebration yeah Um, I'm sure there's a joke there somewhere but I can't can't. no I'm I'm not got it today Dave I have to do my jokes you know (laughs) well well in advance (laughs) we're not spontaneous anyone got a joke about Frank Lampard breaking his hand uh, please write in. Uh, but anyway, so that was the fraudulent managers. Derby is going to be Palace versus Everton in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Uh, I don't want either of those teams to advance, Jim. Don't like either of them. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Yep. So, yeah, we're all on the Chesterfield megabus. Yep. 
so that's the FA Cup dealt with. And um, what else is there, Jim? There's match day 30. So it's a bit of a mishmash this weekend. We've got yep. a few match day 30 games. And I've obviously got my first team. Your first team's not playing, so I've got my first team. Um, yep. But there's um, another game you were interested in, Jem. The Wolves-Leeds game. I think you want to preview that one. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. Um, I think it's right. We've been covering Jesse March's uh, journey since he's become yep. the Leeds Buccaneers manager. And um, <laughs> it's going to be Leeds Buccaneers travelling to the Timberwolves, Dave. <laughs> So, a great, um, a great match ready for us on on Friday night. Yeah, the Timberwolves are looking for a top four finish as well. They are. They're our rivals, aren't they? For top four, top six, top seven, top eight. Yeah. So you know it'll be brilliant for them. And you know what? The Timberwolves put on a little show before the game. So Jesse March will love this. Uh, it's very very Americanized. Um, you know, with the fireworks displayed before the game. So he'll love that. Um, right, and it may it may work out to be in Leeds' favour. We'll see. But it'll it'll be like the fourth of July for Jesse Marsh, <laughs> won't it? Well, Jesse indeed. Marsh. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the review of that game. And I think the, the Leeds Buccaneers. It's a very suitable name because, as we know, Tom Brady, who mm. retired from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year after being the winningest quarterback of all time. That's how they say it in the USA, the winningest. Um, the winningest quarterback of all time. And then he was going to go to Leeds, wasn't he, to run their midfield. So he's also bringing the Buccaneers franchise to Leeds. So the Leeds Buccaneers, that's fantastic, Jem. Looking forward to that one. And then finally, Jem, uh, I've got, uh, you know, I always support West Ham and I always support whoever's playing Tottenham, Jem, every week. Mm. So I am doubly supporting West Ham this week because... Yep. We are playing Spurs <laughs> away at the Anthony Joshua's career Memorial Stadium. Uh, and, Jem, you know, we're off the back of an incredible win against Sevilla, mm. aren't we? The yeah. momentum will be high. Uh, we are unstoppable, Jem. We are massive. We are absolutely massive, Jem. Yep. And, you know, Spurs, they're on this sort of Spursy thing. I think the last sort of 10 games they win one lose one win one lose one win one lose one and they've just come off the back of a win gem so everything's pointing here isn't it gem to i think spurs beating us about four nil actually because we're going to be knackered after thursday spurs are on a high so yeah gem my usual pessimism kicks in four nil spurs <laughs> it always makes you laugh that doesn't it <laughs> it does yeah because it's your team <laughs> and if you're double supporting them, that means 8 0. 8 0 to Spurs. Okay. Uh, so, so I think we're going to leave that one there and then see how that unfolds on Sunday. I hope I'm wrong again. I like, I like being wrong with my predictions. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, right. Well, that's. I think we've covered everything, Jim. We tried to cut this, you know, after the last episode that went on for about three days we tried to cut this one down to less than an hour anything else we've got to cover Jim? Uh, I don't think so I've got one little thing to bring up uh, yeah. I just want to I'm talking about Americans taking over football in, in England or soccer in England yeah um, well I say England Christian Pulisic a friend of ours oh yeah um, not only dominating England taking it out to France 
into Europe and um mm. and scoring a goal in the round of sixteen. Yeah. Uh in, in the in Chelsea's uh in, in their win yeah. in France. They got a little win over over their opponents. Not a big win, a little win. So. <laughs> Terrible. So, can you just remind me who they played again, Dave? <laughs> Lille. Oh, yes, Lille. Lille yeah. yeah, so they got a Lille win and not a big win. So, uh, Christian Pulisic was a big part of that, Dave. So, yeah, they are through and they will face Real Madrid in the next round. So, he'll be, uh, he'll be able to take over Madrid soon. So, they're into the, uh, they're into the conference playoffs. <laughs> they are. Huge showdown. Pulisic will be happy with that. Uh, okay, that's that's good. He what did he, he scored a touchdown? Great touchdown. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good. good to hear. He slam dunked it into the back of the net. That's what we like to hear. So that's really great, Gem. And I'm sure. I think we're predicting, aren't we, that he will join up with the Leeds Buccaneers at some point. Uh, I think it's only March. right. It's only right. We'll we'll get him in. They'll be scouring the Europe for the best American talent. Yep. To play soccer ball. So that's all good, Gem. I think that's. Uh, We'll wind it up there for the week. Did you do your most frustrating? Who was your most? Remind me who that was. It was the oh. Spanish action, action man. Yeah, I did. Of course, yeah. the one you want to punch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to speak. <laughs> so we'll leave it there, Jim, and then we'll pick this up. So we're going to re- be reviewing Match Day 30 and FA Cup, and then we'll be previewing. Um, uh, what would we preview? Match day 31, I guess. Uh, yeah, but that'll be for... Co- so, I don't know, listeners, I don't know where we're going to be. We'll be doing another episode soon, but then we'll be off air for a, a few days. You'll be pleased to hear. And then we'll be back for the next round in uh, in April. So, have a good have a good time. Yeah, that's it. Yep, it's goodbye from me too. <laughs>